You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, Karen Zelensky and all listeners of Real Presence Radio. She's laughing at me. Every, every time I brought in the show, she's been laughing at me. That I was trying to think of a way to connect 40 Days for Life, uh, Sack Kellett's banquet uh, address in December, uh, Dr. Everett's conducting, and now Father Settler's prayer. And so uh, I'm not, I'm like wow. reaching for, but think of like when you say it out loud, those are very, they're, they're like standalone, very, very strong standalone. segments. Yes. And oftentimes we remark about how there's, you know, the Holy Spirit kind of gives us a theme. Mm-hmm. And I think today he's just kind of saying, no, these are like four really pronounced, really important, valuable, great for Catholic yeah. radio topics. Um, I'm still kind of moved by, by Dr. Everett's uh, words. And then, yeah, the, I mean, you could tie in her and Sai in terms of her encounter with with the mass and the music and, uh, and the Eucharist, it's it's really beautiful. Uh, but we save uh, Father Sattler and uh, and his work on prayer, his writings on prayer. Uh, so, Father, if you will, this is your third now, uh, three uh, potentially of three uh, component series on your book, and you will find rest. Uh, Father Wayne Sattler is uh, a priest of the Diocese of Bismarck. He is a spiritual director, uh, full-time for the diocese, and uh, a a number of years, I don't know if we actually even said that when the book was written. Father, you can fill us in on that information. But he wrote a book on uh, prayer, and mostly and almost entirely uh, upon the thought of both St. Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross, two Carmelites. Father Settler, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Thank we're going to get morning. into, by way of our notes, a uh, very particular, um, you're going to give us uh, three levels uh, or three forms of prayer, but you're going to uh, talk about today, this morning, on something very particular uh, regarding the purifications. And so, offer first, when did you write the book, Father? We probably did talk about it in August, but... Yeah. yeah. The book, July. you know, I never really intended to write a book. Um, it was uh, retreats that had been given for about 15 years in the Missionaries of Charity, and then also some instruction on, on spiritual theology to our diocesan diaconate formation program. And uh, people would always request the notes of these retreats afterwards, but they were kept on developing because uh, we just kept on trying to answer their questions mm. on prayer and especially on contemplation. And it wasn't until um, like 2020 that we actually put it together in a form that could be published. And it was kind of the fruit of, of some COVID action too as well uh, uh, that it came forth. So the, the actual book was, was published in, in 2020. Um, Father, but, in, in the... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think, you know, in working with people on prayer, even with those in formation programs to become religious, and even with those who are religious, those people who have been in consecrated life or even in the priesthood, um, prayer, first of all, God can really be more of an idea than a person. That's what I experience more and more and more often uh, working with souls, is that God's a wonderful idea, and Jesus Christ is a wonderful idea, but he's way beyond that as a person. 
And prayer, then, is often as something that I need to do in order to get to heaven, rather than spending time with the person that I love and whom I know loves me. I was able to just to catch the last end of your previous interview, and she was talking about, um, you know, just flailing your arms around as being a conductor, and the man learning that it's much more than just flailing your arms around. And prayer is a lot more than just uh, flailing your arms around. Um, it's not just something that we do in order to get to heaven. And that, that makes it a very empty experience. Um, and St. Teresa of Avila would describe mental prayer. She says, in my opinion, is nothing else than an intimate sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. So in any intimate, if you want an intimate relationship with anybody, with any person, it takes time yeah. and it takes work. And it, the more intimate that relationship becomes, marriage, anybody that's in marriage knows that this takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of work uh, for us to persevere in it. And I think sometimes we, we don't enter into prayer with that understanding that this is really a relationship with a person. And if I want it to be intimate, it's going to first take time frequently, as she says, every day, really, uh, to be alone with the one who we know loves us. And then love uh, takes work. Um, so in prayer, just like any natural relationship, um, there are what we come to recognize as, as three forms of prayer, and they follow very carefully uh, what we might experience in a natural relationship. So in a natural relationship, first it takes the work to actually talk to somebody. You can admire them from a distance for a long time, mm -hmm. but you actually have to get the work and the, and the effort and uh, the sacrifice to get up and talk to them, introduce yourself to them. And then normally if, if you like each other, um, you'll end up talking quite a bit. And then if you, if you want to enter into a deeper relationship with them, you make the effort of maybe writing them letters, maybe sending them notes, today texts, uh, photographs of mm -hmm. each other. You reflect on their uh, uh, times that you have together. And then eventually, if that goes even deeper, um, you want to enter into something, what we would call like an embrace or, or a kiss, which requires the effort of both people. You can't just do it on your own. Um, and the consent and the freedom of each person. So by going through that very briefly, um, we, we have before us what we would recognize as, as the three forms of prayer. Um, we have vocal prayer, which first we need to talk to God. You know, we can admire him from a distance and be attracted to him. But to have any kind of relationship with God, you need to talk to him. And that's why it's the first thing we, we instruct people on is vocal prayer, is you need to learn to talk to God. But a lot of times that's as far as people go in their prayer life, you know, is uh, they're, they're just reciting prayers that they've memorized or been taught. If we understand him as a person, then we begin to read the love letter of all love letters, which is sacred scripture. And we reflect upon what has been written there, what's been experienced there, and how I'm experiencing it in relation to that. And we begin to spend time, as she says, frequently with him as a friend who I know loves me. 
And then eventually, if and that's what we call uh, mental prayer, meditation. It's it's one of the areas that's very un- misunderstood by other faiths. Uh, we can use statues, we can use pictures, um, images of of those who we love to spend time, but it's not. We're not worshiping them. Just like if I have a picture of my mother and kiss it, I'm not so demented as the thinking that I'm kissing my mother. It's just the picture is, is evoking that emotion with her. In the same way that we use images in the Catholic Church, we're not. We're, I don't. It's not so demented as the thinking that I'm like um, kissing Mary as I kiss a statue of Mary. It's just that I see Mary and it evokes in me love. And I, I want to express that in a tangible way, and that's meditation is what happens there. But then, if we continue on in these relationships, first with people and then also with God, it, it enters into a space where we can't do this alone. Uh, to, to embrace somebody, to kiss somebody, the talking needs to stop. And you put yourself in a place of vulnerability with this person that they may or may not respond to you. But if both persons respond, something beyond what you can do by yourself happens. So you can think about a kiss of the past, you can project about a kiss in the future, but when you actually kiss a person, um, something beyond what you yourself can do is experienced. And that's what happens in what we would call contemplative prayer. Um, contemplation marks where God begins to act in this relationship and we can use you know sacred scripture uh, the song of songs let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth so it's a very vivid understanding of our relationship with God as as a person and in contemplative prayer um, in a very tangible way to to explain it something beyond what I myself can do is experienced because I'm encountering the living God. And that's very interesting, Father, because I, I from my own experience, um, when I first met my husband, I saw him at church. Um, again, the vision. Um, was curious, interested. I, I did end up seeing him then at work where I worked. But um, there was something that drew me to him because he was at church. And I think, you know, that that love that you feel, um, and we ended up getting married. We'll, we'll be married 27 years here in October. And I think at that Mass, too, knowing that God was part of our lives mm-hmm. way back, that that's what keeps us together during the trying times as well, is that prayer, always. Um, you know, it, it gravitates, it helps every relationship. So, I mean, kudos to you for putting this book together that I think everybody should read. <laughs> well, and to, um, we're going to a break here, but just to use the image of relationship, like mm-hmm. Father was talking about, yeah. um, and you can speak from that from your lived experience. After the break, and we can dive into it. Um, we have a question on here, and I think it's really relevant. Is if you know we use like levels or stages? Is there a point in which, and people want to know? And Father, I'm sure you've had this many times in your spiritual direction events and sessions. Of do we ever leave behind? A stage, right? Do we ever, like, I, I, I'm so high up now that I would leave behind a vocal prayer, yeah. right? Or now it seems like I went from vocal and I really didn't do meditation and, and or mental, and I'm straight to, com- to contemplative or a contemplation uh, level of prayer. And so those questions, I think, we're going to get after 
as we're uh, back after the break. Uh, September 28th, the Memorial of St. Wenceslaus, Karen Zelensky, along with Father Hochalter. We're speaking with Father Wayne Sattler, author of the book, And You Will Find Rest. He is a spiritual director for the Diocese of Bismarck. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Pat Lave from the uh, Our Lady Lakes Council in Spicer, New London, uh, Minnesota, and uh, I'm a knight, have been for at least 12 to 15 years, charter member of our uh, council, and I really believe that for us to build up our church on earth, uh, men gathering together and supporting our priests and uh, religious and working together for the common good, the people around our area and throughout the world. And I believe we need everybody to help. It doesn't take one person, it takes everybody to pitch in and to do the work that needs to be done for the glory of God. What I love about Real Presence Radio is it seems like whenever I'm struggling with something and I turn on the radio, that seems to be the topic that they're talking about. So thank you, Lord, for Real Presence Radio in my life. My friend's been trying to convert me for years. I have a long commute, and he told me to turn to Real Presence Radio. After listening to Catholic Answers for about nine months, I'm happy to say that my wife and I have converted to the faith. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. Pope John XXIII called for a new Pentecost in our day. Just As the first Pentecost was the foundation for the first missionary impetus of the Church, so the new Pentecost is the foundation for the new evangelization, the renewed missionary effort of the body of Christ. In fact, the new evangelization cannot happen without a new Pentecost. But to live a new Pentecost is to play with fire, because evangelization is about true salvation, It is not about the easy and cultural acceptable path of enrichment. Our God is a holy and awesome God who requires our holiness and trust. Only through life in the Holy Spirit can we model the kingdom and be true missionaries. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thank you for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. We are on our last 15 minutes of our two-hour segment. It's gone way too fast. I am Karen It's a very fast show, yes. Yes, and I'm here with Father Craig Holcalter, the pastor of St. Anne's Catholic Church in Bismarck. And wow, it's hard to believe that we only have 15 minutes left. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> were quick there coming in from the break. Yeah, well, thank you. Karen thinks I'm slow. She was very fast. And listeners, you can vote online. At, no, it'd be fun, though, to do that. We're speaking with uh, Father uh, Wayne Sattler, um, Bismarck Diocese. He's the Diocesan Spiritual Director, and he has a book, And You Will Find Rest. You can find that book. You can purchase it on Amazon.com. Um, and so if you want to get your hands on that, if you've been listening for the past uh, number of months now in this series, uh, uh, the topics of the book uh, on prayer and, and the insights Father Sattler has shared. Uh, before the break, we talked about Vocal prayer leads to meditation or mental prayer, and that leads to contemplation. And one of the questions which I think is really good, and people ask me often, I ask myself often, uh, and in circles of both working with uh, in the world of parish life 
and spiritual direction is how do those levels interact and do we leave behind one when we go to another uh, Father, in, in your wisdom, in the, in your book you, you wrote, and uh, in your, probably in the wisdom of St. John of the Cross and St. Teresa of Avila, what do you offer to people when they ask that question? Yeah, um, St. Teresa of Avila gives us the really good advice in your prayer to, to do that, which helps you love best. So uh, not to make any rules in your life of prayer. I mean, th- these forms of prayer are just to help us to understand the relationship a little bit better. But not to get locked into anything, I, I, I would add in that, you know, that vocal prayer, um, we never stop praying vocally just in the same way that you would never stop communicating with somebody vocally in your relationship. Like, you don't become so advanced in marriage that we don't talk to each other anymore. Um, you always need that, that kind of conversation going uh, between the two of you. And it, like I said, in, in this relationship with God, it's, it's very similar, you know, to that natural progression, but it's also very different because God is a person unlike any other, and He wants to lead us to a perfect love of Him. He has a perfect love of us, but He wants to lead us to a, a perfect love of Him. And so when He sees that we're ready in prayer, um, first of all, contemplation isn't something that we can just make happen. It's something that happens through the love of God. He, he waits till the soul is ready to receive his love. If it came too early, we might think that we brought this on by our own. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he wants to give himself to us the measure that we love him as well. So what will happen then in prayer, if we're, if we're spending time daily as St. Teresa of Avila, that intimate sharing with the one whom we know loves us, and frequently, taking that time frequently, and I would say daily, once we carve that time out to be alone with God, first he fills it with consolations um, because he's so happy that we've turned to him for prayer. And then when he sees that we're, we're ready to go deeper with him, those consolations will be taken away. And so it will actually happen in our prayer life where we will try to meditate, but we can't. And it's not because we're doing something wrong. It's actually because something is going right. And God is trying to lead us into contemplation, which only he can give that gift to us with. So that's a really key moment of of guiding a soul in prayer. I have found that many people fall away from prayer. So they've carved out this time for God. They've experienced all these deep consolations with him. They're praying with him every day. Then all of a sudden it gets dry and they think that they're doing something wrong. And so they can abandon prayer at that time because it doesn't seem to them that God is interested, maybe, or whatever. So at that stage, it's very important for them to understand um, that this is the hand of God upon you. And just to persevere in your time with Him. Even though it may not seem like anything's happening, persevere out of love for Him. Because what God's trying to do, he's trying to take you from being a lover of his gifts, which he is, mm. to a lover of him as the gift, which there is no comparison to. Um, and that takes a process. That takes, the, to the soul that is really committed, they're going to persevere in this prayer. They're going to make that time and they're going to make that effort. But some good spiritual guidance on that is also very helpful. In it, some advice that people have found very helpful to have in their prayer life to, to help lead them there 
as I share St. Teresa of Avila's comment that, okay, do that which helps you love best in prayer. It might be praying the rosary, it might be Alexio Divina, it might be reading a spiritual writer. But as soon as God gives you that inclination to put that down and just be quiet and be still and know that he's God, do that. Because that's his nudging. And then when his hand comes to purify us, we'll know what to do. We'll know just to be still and to know that he's God. And then he'll begin, he will actually for a while uh, take away the ability to meditate because we become kind of addicted to, to what we think we're producing of mm. consolations in prayer so that he can lead us into a deeper experience of him in contemplation. And that's the real, to me, that's the real important part of prayer and guiding a soul, and which a lot of people miss. And it's what St. John of the Cross did not miss and uh, wrote about in a way that very few people have, have written even since him in the last you know, 500 years since his life. And that's where he understood this, this dark night is actually not dark. It, it's, it's, it's God's light trying to shine through and purify us of all our attachments to lesser things, even to his gifts, in order to open us up to a pure love of, of him. So that really is what uh, is at hand. And that's what this book tries to spell out. And it's, it's what's given me the passion for it, because every time I present it on this, whether it's laity, whether it's people that have been consecrated life for 10, 20 years, whether it's priests, once we start talking about this, the lights go on for them because they're like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was prayer. I thought I was mm -hmm. doing something wrong. And in it, what God will do, he'll gently draw you inward. And by all outward say, it, it will look like you're just falling asleep. But you're not. You, you begin to rest in him and receive from him. And he begins his work of purifying in you. And again, without a guide, I mean, God will eventually guide you too because he loves you so much. But we can, we can go astray on our own, but we can also go astray with the wrong guide who just keeps us telling us, keep pounding away with that meditation, you know. Just don't go into that rest. You're just being lazy. <laughs> And that, uh, St. John of the Cross, he'll just, he'll lambast them for doing that. <laughs> Father, too short again, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Karen, uh, Father Wayne Sattler, uh, spiritual director of the Diocese for the Diocese of Bismarck, author of the book, And You Will Find Rest. Uh, you can find that right, correct, Father Sattler, at Amazon.com and their bookstore if you want a copy of that. Uh, Father, thank you for not just today, but the past number of months yes, thank offering you. your insights and, and those um, to bring it to a level that's uh, accessible. Um, from St. John of the Cross and St. Teresa of Avila, wonderful saints in the church. Father Sattler, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you too. Karen, we go to a preview now. Rachel, back in the studio. Coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Jack and Doreen Canelli are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll be speaking with Jem Sullivan about a book guiding readers through centuries of sacred art. And Professor Roberto De Mattei will be calling in from Italy to discuss his book, The Meaning of God's Providence. All this and more is coming on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you.
Rachel, thank you for that. That is going to be a loaded show. We just have a few minutes left uh, on the Wenceslas show, right? Can't get yes. harder on this day. Mm -hmm. So good. So wonderful. So wonderful. You know, so yes. we, we've had Father back uh, mm -hmm. a number of times now. But, man, when you have these guests that you just so – let's talk more. Yeah. You know, between him is amazing. And just to connect, I think, too, for uh, – uh, Karen, I know you have the dates for the Royal Presence Radio, but I want to go back to the beginning. 40daysforlife.com or 40, 40 Days for Life is very easy – Listeners to sign up for an hour. That began yesterday, September 27th. It's on the Capitol Lawn here in Bismarck. If you want to please uh, peacefully uh, stand vigil and campaign for the sacredness of all human life, uh, 40 Days for Life, uh, the great website to sign up for that hour, begins began yesterday and it ends November 5th. And then, of course, uh, tickets are available. Table sponsorships are wanted and welcomed for the Bismarck Real Presence Radio Banquet. That is one of many. That's on December 5th with Cy Kellett. And then uh, Bell Mayhus or BismarckMandanSymphony.org. Uh, both events, October 20th and 21st. That is the premiere. That's going to be the Defiant Requiem. And, of course, uh, Dr. Uh, Everett did a great job of, of offering us a context of that wonderful woman. And, and a beautiful story there. And then October 11th as well, the free one. A list of banquets, and then you can t take us out, Karen. Okay, sure. Uh, Dr. Ralph Martin will be in Rochester, Minnesota on November 7th. Bear Wozniak will be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota on November 9th. Michael Gormley in Dickinson, North Dakota, November 14th. Deacon Harold Burke Seavers, Rapid City on November 28th. And again, Cy Kellett, December 5th. So... Lots of good stuff, Father, and thank you for being with us today. We'll um, do it again. Yeah, greatly appreciate you taking the time, so thank you. Whenever we end shows, I think, yeah, man, this, <laughs> it's just hard to do this again. I know. And then we come back to a show, and it's like, amazing. Uh, yes. Today yeah. was really, really it was, astonishing. It was, it was wonderful with the yes. four guests. A glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World of thought, and amen. St. Wenceslaus, pray King for us. and Martyr, pray for us. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.